Happy Sunday, Mama Friend. Welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. And I'm hoping this one will be a quick episode for you to just squeeze in and it will come in handy. Just trust me for all those times when your little one is about to endure something new and it is a world of unknown territory to them. So yes, that's right. Today's episode, we are talking about transitioning your little ones and preparing them for big events or even simply small events that we just haven't experienced before. The why, the how-to, we're gonna dive into it all. Let's get ready for today's hopefully (laughs) quick episode, but you know how I get a little winded sometimes. So gonna keep it short and sweet and dive on in. Are you ready? Let's get pumped up for today's show, shall? Hey there, Mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaaf, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. Okay, so say your life just gets somewhat turned upside down with some, let's, shall we say, unexpected news. New news obviously to kids can sometimes become a whirlwind of emotions for them. And why is that? Well, when things change, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know what to expect. It's new territory. And they're wondering what's going to change with this new experience? What's going to stay the same? What might be hard? What might I like about it? Are these feelings that I'm having even normal? They may not even have all the questions yet, but in their little minds, something's new and something's different, and they may not know what to expect which is why helping them transition is so important if you're able to do that. So let's take this never-ending pandemic, for example. We never experienced anything like it before 2020, and we didn't know how to feel, right? I mean, I cried several times at the beginning, and I still cry (laughs) because it's just not ending. But we didn't know what to do at first. It would have been nice if someone would have said, here's what's going to happen for the next few years. Here's how long it's going to last. Here's what to expect. Here's what it's going to look like. And here's what will help you get through it. You might feel anxious and sad and confused and angry. You might not even agree with people and things are going to get a little crazy, but here's what you need to do to get through it. Don't we all wish that would have happened? I know I do. And we have to relate that in the same way to our kids. We have to help them understand the why, the how, the how long it's going to last, the if we know how long it's going to last, what they might be feeling, what might come their way, and talk about strategies on how to get through it so that way they know they have strategies in their pocket to know okay this is familiar because my parents and I have already talked about it and I know what to do or at least I've heard what to do and the more we practice it and put it into play the more I'll get used to it but before we get into that I will say the beautiful thing about kids is that they are resilient and they will surprise you with the way they're able to handle situations, sometimes even better than adults. But sometimes situations can stir up a lot of emotions inside of them and they just don't see those emotions coming and that can lead to outbursts and meltdowns and just unknown behaviors that you've never experienced as their parent before. And that's okay. But then again, sometimes they may seem fine at the moment, but there's a lot of mixed up feelings going on inside their little minds and they just don't know how how to express that and it might come out 
later in ways that you are unfamiliar with and that you haven't seen before. So you have to know that something's going on, something's changing, and we have to adapt, right? We have to figure out what to do a little bit differently. So there are big life events that may cause uncertainty in your kids' lives, and there are small events. But simply put, though, when you know things are going to change, you need to help them process that information in a simple way, but not in a way that will make them so fearful to not want the event to happen, you know? Like, you don't want to make them anxious about it, but talk it up. Get them excited about it have them help in some way by taking ownership in the process. Okay, and when I say big events, I'm talking about big life events like moving homes, preparing for a new sibling, starting a new school, getting a new puppy, potty training, a parent experiencing job loss or switching jobs or sharing a room with a sibling, just all kinds of life altering events. And sometimes you're not able to have time to adequately prepare and adjust, as was the case with this pandemic, but it's still important to have these conversations even as events are unfolding or have unfolded. And when I say small events, I'm talking about getting a haircut, going to a new fun place like the zoo, somewhere they have never been before, getting a new toy, meeting a new friend for the first time, sitting in a new chair that's not the high chair or the booster seat, even starting a new sport or going to the dentist, anything new that your little one might experience and have some apprehensions about. You'd be surprised at even how these little changes can stir up emotions for our little ones. All right, so how do we prepare our little ones for these life-altering events or just simple everyday events that are new? Let's take a new baby, for instance. Visuals are always good, for starters. There are lots of TV shows or videos on the interwebs that help introduce the concept of a new sibling in a comfortable way that's easy for them to understand. There are also books to help in this process as well. Before we brought home our new baby, we read I Am a Big Brother to help our two-year-old at the time get a visual of what it was going to be like with a new sibling. We also watched videos that showed older siblings holding the baby for the first time and meeting the baby for the first time. So that way our oldest one knew what it meant to have a baby on the outside of my belly and not on the inside anymore. And like I said, we also watched a couple TV shows on PBS to help him understand that a baby required a lot of attention and that sometimes I wouldn't be able to give him the attention because the new baby would need it. And those TV shows were great visuals, but we also had a lot of conversations about it as well. We just talked about how even though we were taking care of the baby that it didn't mean we loved our two-year-old any less. We also talked about how we would still make time for him even though the baby might cry and need us and we laid out those expectations for holding him and being gentle around him and how he's not ready to play yet and how he might feel when the baby cries a lot. How he might be happy to have a brother to play with as he grows older but it's just not there yet. And it would also be beneficial to cover how your older siblings things will turn into the new siblings things and that he's playing a big part in making sure that this new sibling is taken care of by giving the baby things that he doesn't use anymore. You can also ask the older sibling questions or you can ask if he has any questions if he's able to articulate them. But here are some questions you might ask your little one to just get him prepared and get him accustomed to understanding what it's going to be like. So here's how I do it. I put it as a phrase first, something that he is going to notice or something that's going to be different. And then I ask some sort of reflective question to get him thinking about the situation as opposed to just saying, here, it's going to be scary. Okay, let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. It's not scary. But that way you just get him thinking about it and reflecting and say, okay, well, I've actually thought about this before. So now I can actually apply it when the situation comes around, right? So here are some 
questions and phrases that you might say to your little one. You might be excited when the baby comes home. How do you think we can safely show our excitement? The baby will need to sleep a lot and mommy will be very tired when she comes home. What do you think we can do while she's resting? The baby might cry a lot because she's hungry, tired, or needing something. What do you think we should do if she cries? Should we pick her up? The baby is very delicate, which means we have to be very careful. You might want to pick him up, but should you pick him up by yourself? What should you do if you want to hold the baby? The baby is brand new and you might want to play with him, but he can't play just yet. How do you think you can still show him love? Sometimes mommy will have to take care of the baby instead of playing with you. It might make you a little sad. It might not bother you at all, but does that mean she loves you any less? She will still make time with you, but let's make a list of things you can do with mom when she puts the baby down and it's just time for you and her to spend some time together. You know what? The baby is going to need a place to sleep. There's actually a crib downstairs that you used to sleep in. I think the baby would really appreciate you sharing the crib. Would that be okay? Would you like to help set it up? I know he's going to love that so much. What do you think you could do if you get frustrated or tired of hearing the baby cry? Let's come up with a plan if you start to feel your body getting angry or annoyed. So that way we can take out our frustration safely around the baby. Okay, so those are just some examples. But just remember, don't have all these conversations at once because that will obviously overload and create anxiety for your little one. But just talk about it a little each day. Maybe ask a question each day just to get him prepared and exposed to what it's going to be like. So now that our baby is one and a half, we have to talk to our three and a half year old about new things that his brother might do and try to prepare him for that like how to play with his brother the right way what it looks like what happens if he wants to tackle his younger brother but he knows he shouldn't what safe hands look like what if his brother pushes his puzzle off the table where he should play if he doesn't want to be near his brother we talk about all kinds of things so that he's prepared to handle them now does that mean he's perfectly prepared in the moment after his brother pushes his puzzle off the table absolutely not however we at least reference it and talk about alternative ways to solve the problem each time the problem occurs. So that way he knows that he's heard it before and we make reference to that each time. Hey, you know, we talked about what are we supposed to do when your brother pushes the puzzle off the table? Yes, take a deep breath, ask him to stop. If he doesn't stop, then ask mom for help. So here are some other life altering events that you might experience. And here are some questions. All you do is just change the questions just a little bit to relate it to the experience. So say your little one is changing schools. What do you think it's going to be like? I wonder if anything at your new school will be like your old school or if he hasn't been to school yet. You might miss mom, you might not, but what do you think you can do if you start missing mom or your old school? Is it okay to miss them and talk about that? Do you think the teacher will have rules that you need to follow? What do you think you should do if the teacher asks you to be quiet? What are you most excited about? Are you feeling happy, nervous, both? Let's talk about it so you know what to expect. Another one, you're moving. We're going to live in a brand new house. What do you think is going to be the same or different? Are you excited, happy, sad? Yeah, you might be a little sad when we move, but let's come up with some ways to help us feel better when we start missing our old home. When we move, we won't be coming back to our old home. Someone new is going to enjoy it just like we did. And that makes me happy, but it also makes me sad too. Invest in them, right? You gotta also help them create happy memories, but get them excited about what's to come. Like, what did you like best about our old home? What do you think might be exciting about our new house? I'm excited to meet some new neighbors. How do you feel about getting new neighbors? Let's try to find out which part of the new house will be your favorite. And here's one that we're currently experiencing right now, and that's sharing rooms. Our boys just started sharing rooms. We live in a little tiny house, so uh, brothers are now sharing rooms, and that was a fun transition, but we had to talk about that with our oldest one. So we talked about, you know, there'll be times when you have to be quiet. What do you think you should do if your brother is asleep but you're awake? Do you think you can get out of bed quietly? Let's model what that looks like. 
What do you think you should do if your brother is napping and you want to play with a toy that's in your closet? What might be different about sharing rooms? What might be the same? How can we make sure that we respect the things that belong to you that you don't want him playing with? Because there are some things that are going to have to be shared. Okay, so let's protect and respect what is yours that you're just not comfortable sharing yet. And of course, just like I said, ask if they have any questions about it as well. And talk about it openly and be open to what they are feeling. Don't just shut it down and say, well, you know, you don't need to feel sad about it. Just focus on the good. You need to understand that they have emotions to process just like we do. And we need to help them through that process by asking questions and investing in how they are feeling. And of course, the same goes with small moments as well. It's so important to talk things out with them so that your little ones know what to expect and they aren't blindsided when they do something that they're not supposed to do because they didn't know what to expect. Like for instance, if you haven't gone over that they need to ask you before they hold the baby and they need to make sure the adults around and they try to lift the baby up because they don't know any better and you get upset because they're not handling the baby the right way, that falls on you and not them and they might get frustrated and that might be a whole host of a meltdown because you are yelling at them because they did something wrong when they didn't know any better, which is why it's always important to talk about these things. And like I said before, it also eases concerns about unknown feelings. If they know what to expect and are aware of different options of how to handle it, then hopefully that minimizes any meltdowns because they are aware of the feelings they might experience. And you can even just remind them, I know you're nervous or excited or angry, but do you remember what we talked about when we went over how to handle it? Let's think about our plan as we move forward. Take for instance, since going to the dentist. Okay, so you could ask something like this. Do you remember how we talked about what it would be like to sit in the chair and how she was going to spray your mouth with water? Why did we say she was going to do that? Right, to clean your mouth. Is it going to hurt? Nope, not at all. It's just like sipping on some water and then she'll use a silly straw to suck it out and it might feel silly, but it won't hurt. What do you think that's gonna be like? (laughs) Do you think that's gonna be scary? Do you think it's gonna be exciting? Yeah, I think it's gonna be exciting, but you might be a little nervous. So what can we do to help you overcome those nerves? And they might even suggest, well, I might bring my favorite stuffed animal. Can I bring my favorite stuffed animal to hold in case I get nervous? Yes, absolutely. If you talk about it ahead of time, you can plan on ways to comfort them when they do get nervous about the experience. But you just want to try to make it a positive experience before it actually happens. Get them excited and remind them that you're there for them, but also let them know that it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be nervous or get angry or have some other feeling that's just not a comfortable feeling to have, but you're there to help them work through it. And I'd also love to know, now that we're wrapping up, how have you helped your little ones transition when it comes to something new? Feel free to email me if you have any suggestions about what you do to help your little one when it comes to learning new things or doing new things or big events, small events, the whole gamut. If you have anything that works with your kids, feel free to email me at generationonamission at gmail.com or join in the discussion on our Facebook page or group. I would love to hear from you. Okay, that's all from me from this episode. I hope you found some sort of new knowledge out of it and that it blesses you in some way, shape, or form. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.